Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello Brian, how Hello. are you? I'm a little bit overexcited today because I'm going to Cannes tomorrow. <gasps> Francais! Pour le festival de film. Well that is very, very exciting. It is rather, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit buzzy about it. Uh, admittedly, I'll be home by the time this exactly. actually goes out. Exactly. But... It's all out of sync. Yeah. I'm still buzzing from our second place victory at Eurovision. I know. I know, and that I'm happened st- now, probably about three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm still in space, man, and I'm going to stay up there as long Just as I need to. do it, sister. I've been waiting a long time for that. Good, good. I mean, tomorrow I'll be flying out to one of the most <laughs> prestigious film awards in the history of mankind, but <laughs> not quite. I'm also exciting. glad for Sam. Yeah, I'm glad for Sam. No, good. That was really good, actually. Good night. Well good done, night. Sam. Mm. And bravo, Ukraine. I'm glad they won. Yeah, me too. Okay, to this week's episode... Yes, let's do it. Come on. Right. I'm going to give you three facts about this film. I'm going to cut straight to the chase here. Okay. We have got a 1974 film originally adapted from a book. 1974. Correct. Okay. Pre our existence on this planet. Yep. The director of this film has Mm -hmm. directed many, 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 many films. Many, many, many um, films. Including Mission Impossible. Okay. And the book, the, the author who wrote the book of this film yeah. has had their work, not this specific piece of work, but their work in general, adapted over 100 times for film and television. Okay. So the author is, you know, has a lot of... Yeah. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got it. He's got it, people. He's got it. Pet Cemetery. Incorrect. Oh. Would you? I'll give you one more guess. No, no, honestly, that's about it. That's all I know from Stephen <laughs> King, and apart from the one where That's she... it. He's got over 100 film and TV adaptations of his work, and the only one you can come up with is Pet Sematary. Well, no, I know it, and I know the one where they hobble each other and, and all that sort of shit. Oh, uh, we're not know. watching... We're not watching it. We're not watching Misery, although... Nice choice. I know. We're going to watch Carrie. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you really are on it. An effort to uh, displease me. No, I'm on an effort to introduce you to films that you would not normally watch. Okay, so you're going to give me an hour and a half of a heavily menstruating psychopath. <laughs> this is the only thing you know about Carrie, isn't it? That one yeah. scene. Yeah. There's more to Carrie than just yeah. her period. That sounds like quite a harrowing thing to cheer me up before I uh, fly out to face lots <laughs> and lots of people and try to sell my own wares. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. It sounds like a winner. Let's see if we can get through this podcast without Brian mentioning Can again. I have a feeling maybe. Oh we no, can't. you won't. <laughs> it won't happen. Let's give it a go. No, 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 no. Come on, let's go watch Carrie. All right, come on, let's go watch Carrie, and we will see you guys in about seven and a half seconds. I've just got one thing to say. What's that? If you've got a taste for terror. Take Carrie to the prom. Dun, 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 dun. We've just watched Carrie. We have. 1976, not 1974. 
embarrassing as i as i gave you as a fact earlier i apologize for that brian pulled it up on the old uh amazon and went 1976 yeah well i thought when i said 74 that didn't sound quite right i think uh stephen king must have written it in 74 so so i was alive so you were alive you were one when this film came out i remember going to see it at the cinema (laughs) as a little baby (laughs) that must have blown your mind no wonder you're uh such, Such a, a twitchy individual. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Are you going to give me a little thought on Carrie before I read a synopsis for okay. our lovely listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. Weird. Oh, I like weird. Yeah. I, I'm happy with weird. Yeah, I didn't. So I liked the film. I also didn't like the film. Uh, okay. But that was more elements of the film I didn't like. And and things that we'll talk about, mainly motivation, but like, it was weird. I still really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. But at the same time, at points, I was a bit flat. At points, I was a bit bored. At points, I was a bit like, ew. At points, I was a bit weird. At points, you know, it was just a bit of a weird bag. So what I'm getting here is you ran the gamut of emotions. You came out the I other end. It. You had a thoroughly rock and roll time with so, Harry White. I like that, Sinead. That is the sales pitch right there. ABC, Brian, always be closing. Always. Let's cut straight to a synopsis from IMDb. Let's do it. Carrie White, a shy, friendless teenage girl who is sheltered by her domineering religious mother, unleashes her telekinetic powers after being humiliated by her classmates at her senior prom. Pretty much sums it up. I think that's one of the better IMDb synopsis that I've read. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, some of the ones I've read recently for the films I've chosen are atrocious. Exactly. So I think that one's pretty good because I think yeah. it cuts to the chase and you, and you get it all in a nutshell. I like that. I love this film. Yeah, well, I thought you would. I, I love this film even more now than I remembered. Can I ask you a question? You may. Why do all films you love... Yeah revolve around schools right because like I mean, all the dreams you have revolve around schools. not true not true just all exams the films you like revolve prepared. around schools and it's schools that are not in your era either it's just a very odd phenomenon i've found with you i think you've made a huge generalization there i can't think of that many don't quote greece too because it's the last one that you can think of greece one a greece one <laughs> done um you love a school film. I think, I think, I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say slightly vulnerable, damaged young women. Oh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> I mean, thought that's what you were going to go for. And I was going to go, well, let's not tug at that string, Brian. And cause... it tends to also involve aggressive pig men as well. So it's quite, you know, you're, you're running the theme. No wonder you're such an open-minded, relaxed young lady. John Travolta in this film, let's just get it out there early doors. Absolute asshole. Absolutely awful. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'd have slapped that woman. <gasps> I mean... If she kept calling me a dumb shit as I was driving her around. She was awful as well. They were, they were, they were both welcome to each other as far as I was concerned. Yeah, yeah they were. But I'm just Absolutely. saying... He, I mean, he she redeemed awful. herself with apparent car park fellatio. <laughs> but where she was talking the whole way through it. I know. That oh, can't Billy. have been good. <laughs> I felt, How are you doing that? Oh, Billy. I felt like there would have been a lot of teeth involved with that. Um, I just felt like, Billy, you should be ashamed of yourself there, fella. <laughs> no, I can't remember the first time I saw Carrie, but it was quite a long time ago. Yeah. And I've seen it quite a few times since. Yeah. 
I feel like I have never properly seen the original opening scene like that. Now, during my uh, factual research, yeah. I discovered that the opening scene, which is in the shower cubicle at school, yeah. there's a lot of naked girls, basically. A heck of a lot. I Point was, one. That's your up. point one as well. Okay, well, let, do you want a little fact about that? If you'd like. Well, I didn't remember there being that many naked girls. Yeah. So I can only assume that previously I have seen a slightly altered version of this film because apparently that does exist. Okay. So there's like TV versions, PG-13 sort of TV adaptations where they're, they're, the, the boobs and the uh, lady areas are not on display in the way that they were via MGM slash Amazon today. Yes. Did you find that uncomfortable? I, I So, yeah, I mean, I, I just said, I literally wrote the starting nakedness is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, because they're school, they're meant to be school. Well, there's meant to be school children, girls. Children's. So a couple of teenagers. things kept my mind. They're, they're running everywhere. Mm. These, I mean, they're clearly 18 year old, but, you know, like yeah. these apparent 16 year old girls mm-hmm. running around all over the place. Yeah. Naked as the day is long. Yeah, I mean, laughing, I used to do that joking. a lot in in school. I mean, I wrote this within about three seconds. Were girls were the girls all that calm about being naked at your school, Sinead? Because the lads at my school really were not. Absolutely not. There were one or two who were. There were obvious reasons why they were confident. But everybody else, no. I'd love to know the reality of... I always kind of in my head go, oh, well, it's an American school. They're all a lot more liberated and kind of cool with that, cool with their bodies than we are. No, I mean, no, knows? absolutely not. I mean, you would do anything not to shower after gym class. Sorry if that's gross, but it's true. Yeah. Um, if you had to, you would go in with the towel yeah. and, and barely let it leave your body as you sort of half pretended to wash yourself and leave again. No, you wouldn't be running around almost sort of like flicking each other yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with yeah. wet towels and everything out. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, I'm by no means accusing anyone of anything, but it all felt a little gratuitous and it yeah. all felt a little bit pervy, especially sissy washing herself. Yeah. Well, that was quite sexual, wasn't it? A little bit too much so. Well, this is Brian De Palma all over, isn't it? And this is why he's got a bit of a rep and he's a bit controversial. I didn't know he had a rep. In terms of... Um, Gore and oh, sexuality right. okay. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. sorry, that's what I mean in terms of his cinematic okay. choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, he can be quite sexual um, and quite... Tall. But it was weird. It was especially weird because she was in there on her own having a whale of a time from what it looked like. And, I mean, apart from the weird 70s music that made it feel more like a soft porn film. and I really liked that. I can talk to you about music because no, I... No, not yet, which was very odd. But, like, then she has her period, mm. which she's clearly never had before because she freaks out. She doesn't know what it is. How old are those girls? 17. Okay. How old are most girls when they have their first period? You, you, some some women can get their period quite late, yeah. Really? That That is that is late, but that that can happen, That's yeah. That's really late. Yeah, there's quite a spectrum of when a girl's period can start. And then it made it feel all the worst. Mm. It was just like, oh my God, this is horrible. I this think... was just It just didn't feel right as a 46-year-old man watching this scene. Yeah. It felt weird yeah. and wrong. Yeah. And I thought, was it necessary? Because I thought, would you have lost anything in that film if you'd have made that shower scene a hell of a lot more or less gratuitous? I'm not saying you didn't. You you did have to see Sissy Spacek 
showering and, and you'd have to do yeah. that. But did everyone need to be as naked as they were? No. Was there that much mouflon no. to be on display? I don't, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it need that needed to be. And I think um, I haven't seen the most recent Carrie remake. So yeah, it would be interesting to see how they handle that scene. I might go and check that out while you're yeah, away. Yeah. While you're away in Cannes, I might uh, watch the Please, new, the new uh, Carrie and I'll let you know could everyone where we notice stand on that. I didn't mention that. I mean, I'll probably be watching <laughs> premieres of, I don't know, maybe the new Top Gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, as if. Um, it's on during the day as well, just because I can't get tickets <laughs> to the night one. Yeah. Anyway, I sorry, fe- carry I, on. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, I don't know how people felt about that. Yeah. At the time, but I certainly feel in 2022, knowing a man directed it and seeing, yeah, it's an uncomfortable watch. Yeah. However, yeah, I think this is such a good film. And I do think that that sets a tone and the music and the kind of hazy soft focus and the sort of fog and the steam of the whole thing. I think it kind of brings you into this sort of melancholic teenage world Okay. that is then completely cut through with her getting her period and completely freaking out that I think you're immediately invested in the whole thing because it's so jarring. Right. I think I think it kind of works. But, yeah, we, but I, we could have had less nakedness. Yeah, uh, to be honest, if if I see Brian in Cannes, <laughs> I'll uh, mention it to him and we'll see what he says. Okay. No, seriously, I, I, though, I'm not going to mention that again. Um well, it's going down as a reason because oh, okay. you've already annoyed me with it. So there you go. There you go. No, I mean, I did think, obviously, it gets a point across really fast. I mean, those girls were fucking assholes, man. Poor yeah. old sissy. I felt sorry for her. Absolutely First of all, people. though, and it, it does bring up and it will bring up the whole motivation issue. Everybody hated her because she missed a volleyball. Well, there were two girls sitting on the floor in the playground. Get one of them to play if you hate sissy that much. Why is she standing there? Okay, Brian, step outside the the things that we saw within the film. She's been at that school for years. Yeah. She's been hated for years. But why they is she hated? They what didn't she done? purely just turn against... What do you mean, what's she done? What did kids at your school have to do to be hated? Nothing. People just sort of picked on somebody. Okay. Am I really, really going to have to go into this for you? Because one of my points that I want to talk about is the mother-daughter relationship. Yes, if, please. If do. that has not damaged Carrie enough for her to be this withdrawn, shy odd kid at school that everybody picks on she's got no friends if you came from that house every day to go into school you would have no friends would you i don't know oh i'm telling you you're telling me that there wasn't any sort of you know sort of shy kids at school that got picked on for no other reason that they were a bit different yeah they got picked on they didn't get vilified forever tortured forever well, by everyone in the entire school. <laughs> There'd be one or two that would hate that person. Okay, well, there's a bit of dramatic licence here. They wouldn't be writing it... on the walls of the school, Carrie sucks dick or whatever it was they wrote on the wall. No, it was about shit, wasn't it? Carrie wasn't... eats shit Carrie eats or shit, whatever. that's it, yeah. I mean, it's just like, why? What's the kid done? Well, nothing, but I think that's the whole sort of angst of teenage life. You don't have to do anything to be treated like complete crap. Do you need to tell me something? <laughs> Should I stop the podcast? No, I just think I just think you know that as well as anybody else. And this obviously was dramatized to the extreme in the fact that yes, you know, the whole change in locker was kind of but again, it's the mob mentality of teenage life, isn't it? One person starts going and then the other and the and it kind of builds up. Yeah. 
I, I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm treading on dangerous ground. No, not at all, not at all. No, no, but um, I did think the original scene, I did think it set things up well. I did think it sort of, you know, especially that scene where they're all throwing tampons and sanitary towels at her and all that sort of thing. I mean, that was pretty horrific. Yeah, the only thing I did wonder is that there was um, like a sanitary towel uh, dispenser on the wall. Yeah. And it did cross my mind. What did she think that was? Had well, she never seen that one? Did she not wonder what that was at any point? Well, with all due respect to the poor girl, mm. um, she probably never thought about it. She's too busy worrying about mum locking her in the cupboard. Which, incidentally, can I say, yeah. Harry Potter, you have nothing to moan about, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you you should have been a bit more grateful for under the stairs cupboard that you got. A little bit more grateful. Yeah, I don't think there was any um, disturbing yeah, there, religious iconography in no, there. And... There was no Jesus on the cross with eyes that lit up. No. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Potter, sort yourself out. Yeah, you bloody middle class wuss. <laughs> so Carrie and her mum. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember when we watched Return to Oz? And I said... Oh, yeah. So, this, so Piper Laurie played Mrs. White in this film. She also played Aunt Em in Return to Oz. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love her. Do you? Absolutely love her. Did you not? Didn't like her in this. Why? I didn't buy it. You thought she was campy, didn't you? I didn't you? buy it. She was camp. She was dressed more like something you see walking across Aylesbury Moor than she was a religious... She didn't look like a Christian woman. She looked like a witch. Well, isn't that kind understand. of a Puritan kind of... Um... And she had this big hair everywhere. She ate by candlelight and then when Carrie went home to have a bath, she turned the light on. <laughs> Where's the hot water coming from? I thought it was just candles in this house. What are we doing? Um, you know, I, I just didn't buy her. I didn't buy the scene where she just started randomly hacking a, a carrot. Oh, That yeah. was weird. During when she that. was pretending to hurt herself so she wouldn't go out. Oh, my God, that's so disturbing. But it didn't feel realistic. It looked like I was watching an art student perform their own self-flagellation Oh, okay, we're not thing. going to agree I didn't this. know, but I just didn't buy it from her. Like, at the beginning, I thought, oh, yeah, she's going to be good when she went into the house and she started talking about she the Lord. She goes to the neighbour to basically Yeah, and when preach. the neighbour said, like, here's your $10, bugger off. Yeah. Kind of thing. She went, okay, I see. And I thought, okay. Still wasn't buying a born-again Christian. Right. I don't know. Maybe this is a production well, design, and, and again, Brian will catch up on that, but <laughs> I don't know. But but don't you think she was kind of beyond born-again Christian? I mean, this woman was severely... Mentally disturbed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, it was it was kind of beyond born-again Christian. When she says to Carrie, I can see the sin inside you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what? Maybe maybe it's having a Catholic upbringing that this disturbed me far greater than it did you. I, I did maybe, wonder. Maybe it just felt far too close to home. Not that my mother wow. resembles Carrie White's mother in any way, shape or form. Just, no, I'm going I'm <laughs> no, to jump a... in. I'm going to jump in here. I know your mother. I'm not going to name her on this. Really well. Lovely woman. Nothing like this. <laughs> Could not be further from Mrs. White. Very hard. But you know what I mean. You know, like... The the original sin, all the iconography, the fact, that, I mean, this the fact that, you know, there was the Last Supper in the house, all this kind of intense sort of Catholic imagery. I mean, it really wasn't even Catholic, was it? I mean, Christian? who carves those weird pointy bits in their walkway through to the front row? Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. But I, again, I just I just loved the over-the-top nature of the but house. But then also there was that 70s thing going on, like you had with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 
Yeah. You know, you go from the one house in suburbia to this other one that looked like it's derelict and no one lived there. I mean, you'd, everyone at school would be nice to her because they'd feel sorry for her. She lives in the derelict house over there. Exactly. One more reason to actually hate her. Did you hate children that lived in derelict houses? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Evil. Anyway, I, I absolutely love the relationship because I could feel, I, I just felt it looked very believable and authentic that Carrie was just craving her mother's love and was never going to be good enough. I think... Heartbreaking stuff. No, no, I agree. I agree. I I think I struggled with the accent a little bit as well. Right. Well, Sissy SpaceX accent sort of came and went. If she was with her mum, it went a bit more. You can't tell me that, mum. Give me a hug, mum. Yeah, that probably happens though, doesn't it? You sort of talk slightly different... Well, ways depending on who you're around I must admit when I get home I'm like hey up mom how'll they do <laughs> well you're not now from Yorkshire so that would be a bit weird you didn't say it had to be the accent from where I'm from and trust me you don't want me to slip into that because people will turn off this podcast in their ones you thought, you thought I was going to say tens of thousands no no I was pretty sure you were going to say ones no okay what's your motivation you wanted to talk about so I struggled with the motivation in this whose motivation everyone's pretty much everyone. <laughs> Why was John Travolta given a shit about helping with this whole ridiculous pig pig's blood thing? Because he wanted to um, he wanted to impress Chris and keep her on side. It was weird that a thirty five year old man wanted to impress this girl. <laughs> no, and it just didn't make sense. I suppose at seventeen, for yeah. the reward he got, yeah. maybe you'd do anything. I'm but it seemed of, a bit weird. I'm kind of amazed that you think that that. Doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense because he went in and killed a pig with a mallet. Mm. I know. I don't care what you do. I'm not walking in and killing a pig with a mallet. No, but you're not him, are you? You're not. You're not this sort of. He. He. Did you not get from him? Sort of. um, Almost kind of like country boy, dumb, um, farm type bloke. Like, I feel. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The girl with the peak cap, what was her motivation for being alive? I don't understand. Why was she why was she so hell-bent on helping her friend? And then, and then, the thing that upset me the most, and this really upset me the most, there is one woman, and I would argue two, because her name appears to change towards the end of the film, that goes on to be a school secretary for a headmaster. What? Yeah. You didn't even notice. One oh, of Carrie's friends Helen. goes on... Yeah, but at the beginning of the film, she was called Katie by the teacher. Are you sure? Yes. The one with the big glasses? Yes. Are you telling me she goes on to become the Grace. Rooney's Rooney from Ferris Bueller's? She does. I knew she looked I looked familiar. down, that's when I looked at you and went, <gasps> did, did you Did you actually check if that was definitely her? I haven't yet, no. <gasps> we need to check that. Check that, but it's 100% her. But, you know... But I also, she sorry, familiar. yeah, that was random. But the curly haired girl that was going out with the guy with the fabulous blonde hair, Tommy. Sue Snell. Her character name was Sue Snell. Sue Snell. Yeah. Sue- <laughs> Snell, Brian Snell. Okay. So, Sue Snell, <laughs> why, what was her motivation for sending her boyfriend? Because Sue ultimately. And not going herself. Because Sue was actually a good per- I'm really surprised at this, right? Because. Sue was a good person. She felt guilty for having got involved with the bullying of Carrie at the beginning. And she wanted to do something good. She wanted to do something that made herself feel good. So the ultimate sacrifice was to give up the prom and let let Carrie go. I had no problem with the motivation for that at all. 
One of the great joys of Car- of Carrie, well, of this vision of Carrie for me, is that personally, I found all the characters well-developed. I actually completely believed all of them. I found them to be incredibly realistic. I thought that they acted as teenagers would act. And then you've established all of this and it's kind of a really quite real world setting. And then the last third goes kind of batshit horror and the whole thing just works. I Yeah, okay. I mean, I just, you know... We, we can disagree on this, right? But But it's going down as a reason to get rid of you because if you can't see motivation there... Wow. I don't know... Where are you going to find I'm it? I'm just going to point out to the listeners. Sinead said, a reason to get rid of you. She said, a reason to dump <laughs> you. This has gone beyond the podcast. I apparently am complete and finished and uh, I'll be moving on. Listen, I'm going to train up my telekinesis. Please do. And there'll be some stuff going down later. Did you ever try that as a kid? To try and move things? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I did, yeah. I definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you I, ever succeed? I only opened a couple of doors. <laughs> No more than that. One I wish I never had. Oh, metaphorical doors. (laughs) No, real doors. Okay. Yeah, and I started a car outside and drove that down the street. (laughs) Just with your mind? No, I was in it. (laughs) (laughs) But I blame my mind. But you you told the police. Yeah, exactly. It it was just my mind. I blame my mind. It's fine. Um, Something you mentioned a minute ago, and I really feel like I want to... I just want to briefly talk to you about it go on hair oh i know hair in this film so tommy's hair tommy's hair to die for absolutely to die for beautiful beautiful Um, hair we've recently just finished watching the great big tiny design challenge oh yeah and the the winner of that i'm sure you'll all have seen that by now if you've watched it dom beautiful hair every week we commented on his beautiful hair did we not stunning hair yeah he he could have been in this film with that stunning hair but he would have needed to have permed it in some way because yeah. this seemed to be the residing thing. So Mrs. White, massive, massive curly hair, like yeah. massive curly hair. Tommy, oh my God, blonde ringlets to die for. Chris, the ultimate kind of far faucet kind of flick job going on. Sue, again, like some sort of perm gone mad. Yeah. And then Carrie at the other end of the scale... It all sort of just hanging and slicked down and... But it looked good when she went out. But it looked good when she went out. Even, even the little Jesus on the crucifix in the cupboard had lovely brown hair. Lovely, long, brown, flowing hair. I'm going to throw one contender in for bad hair and all that. You'll struggle. The big man himself. Old JT. Mm. John Travolta. He was bringing me vibes of a young Ray Barone. Yeah, a little bit longer, but you yes. You know that? When, yeah, yeah, And yeah. if anyone watches it, everybody loves Raymond. When they do the Ray Barone as a kid. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of, he was busting that look. Bit greasy, bit weird, mullet Mullety, mullety. But the, um, I just I just thought maybe the hair and makeup on this uh, production must have been pretty immense. Because yeah. the amount of hair dryers they would have needed just... <laughs> just the curlers. Just, just for this, yeah. Which brings me on to, would you like to know the budget? I'd like to know the budget. I'd like a fact, please. Fact. Budget, 1.8 million. Big budget. Okay, yeah. Big budget for Brian. Uh, box office. Go on. Did very well. 33.8 million. That's a good return returns. on your money. This was 
very well received. They if you turned it. over, let's put it in real terms now. If if Amazon made thirty three point eight million out of your film, mm. you would see about one hundred twenty thousand of that. I thought you were going to say hundred twenty pounds. <laughs> well, I was trying to be generous to Amazon. I don't want them to ban my film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave it on there, please. Yeah. Um, in contrast, Stephen King got paid two and a half grand for the movie rights. Wow. No but wonder he's quite an angry man no, writing he, lots he's, of... No, he's fine about it. Oh, OK. He felt very fortunate, because it was his first book, he felt ah. very fortunate that his first book got picked up and went on to become... Listen, Stephen's, Stephen's fine. As I told you earlier, over 100 different film and TV adaptations of his work, the, the man is raking it in. But it just... Actually, that's a really good thing, because that goes to show, right? You know, people get all greedy. Oh, yeah, I'd want 100 mm, grand for mm. my book rights and stuff. So if you've never had anything made before, maybe mm. just be bloody grateful. Well, this could... And then you get a load more off the back of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he got anything subsequently, you know, after that, but... Maybe, yeah, he might have got um, other deals, but... Another fact. Go on. Oh, I've got facts for you and I love them. Did you notice what the name of the high school was? No. Do you know that De Palma, I'm going to tell you in a minute, but did you know that De Palma is a huge Hitchcock fan? Yes, clearly, because he used the psycho <laughs> violin tune at the end when they were stabbing each other. Yeah. Okay. With that in mind, what do you think the high school was called? Hitchcock High. Bates High. Okay. Yes, cool. Bates High. And when they go to get the pig from the slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bates Packing. Oh. And I thought, oh, you, you've over, you're overusing it a bit now. Nah. Surely not everything in this town's called Bates Why something. not? They swept through. They sold up their... Uh, Motel on the coast yeah. and uh, went and bought... Moved up. into high schools and pigs. Yeah. Um, you're right about the four-note violin theme from Psycho. Um, yeah, heard that. Knot it down. Boom. Yeah, well, the score for this film was created by Pino Donaggio. Um, Sorry, you've just made that up. I haven't. Pino Donaggio. Pino Donaggio. Um, well, I'm probably not pronouncing no, it very but, well. No, uh, but it just sounds like... I haven't made it up. You've just picked the name of a wine. Oh, lovely. And White or red? Well, Pinot is red. Oh, no, it could be... Mm. Oh, good shout. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, De Palma had worked with Bernard Herrmann before. Right. But Bernard Herrmann passed away, um, I think, like a year before Carrie oh, wow. was made. Okay. So he drafted in um, the Italian... Well, he did a good job. Um, I mean... Pinot. I say he did a good job. I did find the music a bit weird in places, this... This seventies fascination with this kind of this sort of soft medley, yeah. I loved it. Oh well, yeah, I know you loved it into Server Love as well, didn't you? You love that sort of thing. That's your thing. I love it. That's your thing, sister. I just, you know, I just think I, I'm not going to be honest, right? I nearly cried during this film. During, I, I think, I think what? I'm, I think I'm quite hormonal today. Okay, and, thanks for sharing that with the world. And early on, <laughs> I did wonder why Carrie at the end had the same look on her face as you did <laughs> earlier. But there you go. Um, yeah, early on, I just I felt I felt so strongly for Carrie. I felt so bad for her. I could feel the emotion building inside me. I have to say, this film does a brilliant job of you. Do think like, what the hell has this poor girl done? Leave her alone. Exactly. You get an overwhelming sense of that. You do, don't you? You really do. And so I thought, and really I thought, well um, at the end, when we're in the prom scene, yeah, I and and Tommy's taking her to the prom. I just thought. I just thought. I mean, you looked at me when when he kissed her and you didn't look very happy about it. But I just thought it was really innocent and sweet and beautiful. Nice. Let's get some nerdy chicks that I can take to <laughs> a couple of take dances. To the party. You know, I was making her feel good. 
What's your problem? Did you not did you not appreciate that you gave her a little kiss? No, there was no need. Like if well, you said to me I'll take and... her to the dance and then you came in and I was kissing her, you would not be all like, Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, but they weren't kissing like that, were they? It was just kind of a a sort of a short kiss that was Oh right. I found it quite innocent and romantic. I mean, only you can find romance in a horror. Yeah, well watch a romantic mm-hmm. film and mm-hmm. you're like, didn't get it. Don't it's understand tr- it. It's true though, isn't it? Um I do want to ask you. Yeah. So, Sue asked Tommy to take Carrie to the prom. Yes. Had she not been at the prom, none of this shit would have gone down. That's what I was talking about. But would something else have happened, do you think? Would Chris have gone out of a way to have got Carrie in some other way? I mean, to be honest, who cares, really? I mean, you, you don't want to enter the realm or the world of imagination no, with me? No, but I just think... I think this is why I struggled with the... Uh, this is why I struggled with yeah, the motivation. Yeah, I'm writing, Brian, I'm writing. I know, I know. But this is where I struggled with the motivation. It's like, why do they care so much? Just leave her, the, leave her alone. What is your obsession, you lunatic, with Carrie? And if she hadn't gone, yeah, you're right, but she did go. So, like, it's very Hitchcockian in that way. Mm. Yeah, why does this character... Why the character doesn't make any sense the character does this? Well, it does, because they do. Yeah. Get on with it. I, um, I mean, honestly, this motivation thing it, is my main reason to dump you today, because you could argue that about any film, couldn't you? What's the motivation of this person? It's perfectly, perfectly set up and explained, so I don't understand where you're coming from with that at all. I'd like to apologise. <laughs> good, good. Apolo- I feel like I need to. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to go in the cupboard again. I don't like that little Jesus thing. Listen, what? I put a new floor in the bottom of that cupboard for you, so <laughs> that is true. just bloody well enjoy I wondered it. why at the time. <laughs> there you go. No, cool. Um, yes, so yeah, so I did write that. Tommy, nice guy, yeah. but kissing. Mm. Mm. No, yeah, I don't think mm. you'd be too pleased with that, were you? It was unnecessary. It's given a false hope. I, I mean, I think... Like, he could have kissed her at the end of the night, given her a little kiss on the lips, thank you for a lovely night, mm. kissed her on the lips, but he didn't need to kiss her on the dance floor, kiss her on the stage. He was trying to kiss her everywhere. <laughs> he was a little... Well, I think kissy, we need kissy, to revisit that, because I'm not sure her. about that. Need to talk about the uh, prom scene. Which one? The 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 whole end Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole the whole thing. That took uh, two weeks to shoot. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it must have been a what's what's the word? Um, continuity night. <laughs> I love it. I mean, this is you know this is where the film can you know does shift into fifth gear and we get full on horror, full on madness. Fire hoses dancing around the room. Yeah, the fire spraying hose, people yeah. against the wall. Um, Miss Collins gets pushed back against the wall. Something I'm not even sure what it was. Like a piece of gym equipment the or the roof. Or, yeah, something yeah, swings down. Swings down and basically cuts her in half. Yeah, 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 yeah. The another teacher gets electrocuted. I yeah. mean, this is what I came for. This is what I paid my money for. This is why I'm eating my popcorn and drinking my big gulp. Thank you, sir. Well, I love that. That's great. Um, no, I thought it was good. I thought the fire hose was a bit ridiculous, to be honest. Well, it was like some big. It was quite phallic, wasn't it? Actually, I thought. Yeah, it was just a uh, bit weird. First of all, I thought snake, and then I thought all oh, phallic. Really? And then I thought, oh, God, Palmer's yeah. obsessed with sex. 
Oh, I didn't pick that up from it, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then when the people tried to get out the door at the back. And the, it was like the, the door was eating them. Some oh, of the oh, best oh. acting I've ever seen. The, oh, if you could just uh, pretend like the door's pushing against you and yeah. fight the door. Yeah, I mean, it, was it was brilliant. Great. It was it was like the door was trying to eat them. Have you, um, Christine, so there's a Stephen King story called Christine about a possessed car. Okay. I mean, another gem. Okay. Um, I, this could just become the Stephen King film podcast. Um, it reminded me, the door's sort of kind of going back, almost trying to eat them. Um, at least that's what was happening in my mind. It reminded me of Christine. Oh, wow. I'll save, I'll save I mean, I've not seen it, so... I I'll can't. save it for another time, because I can see that I might have hit your sweet spot here with um, with horror. So we might delve further into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Great. <laughs> Listen, it's all about trying new things, Brian. Yeah. It's all about being open-minded. But did... Do you want our relationship to survive or not? I'm, I'm not too fast. <laughs> no, I, I think the trouble is, I think where I'm struggling is, I didn't... I don't really know what to say about the film. Like, it, it started well. Yeah. It ended well. Even though... No. No. I take that back. Okay. What the fuck was the ending? Okay, so... W-T motherfucking F. Okay. Let me bring you up to speed. Carrie has killed everyone at the prom, set the bloody school alight, left. Yeah. John Travolta and uh, Nancy Allen in the car get flipped over as they try and run her down. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, Chrissy ain't had retribution enough. She needs to die. I mean, they were the worst too. They okay. definitely needed to die. So I was quite glad they were singled out to die in their own grisly manner. Okay. Um, she goes home. Um, I mean, she walks all the way from the prom home. Yeah, I know. And what looks like a negligee and covered in blood from yeah. head to foot. Yeah. Would you stop and... No, no. I wouldn't. No, if I saw someone look like that on Stratton High Road, I wouldn't stop them. No. But even I would probably pick up my phone and go, I think we might need a police officer. <laughs> she, she might have gone the back way home. There might not be many people around. But she gets back to the house. Yeah. Um, kills mother. Well, no, 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 woo, woo back. Mother decides to purge her first. Well, actually, yes. Mother decides to stab her in the back first. All she wanted was a cuddle. After explaining that she should have got rid of her when she was a seed. Because her dirty father had impregnated her and she'd enjoyed it. it. She loved the smell of the cheap whiskey on his breath. I mean, Cheap roadhouse whiskey. What woman doesn't love the smell of whiskey on your breath? That's what I thought. I thought the one thing that would be guaranteed to put me off would be the smell of whiskey. Yeah. Like, it's really quite... It's quite a potent Distinct, smell, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. That would not. That would not. That would have work a pipe for me. as well. He had a pipe and a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, after after telling her yeah. that she succumbed to sin and she enjoyed it and she should have got rid of Carrie when she was a seed or when she was born. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She then brings her in for a hug as if she's comforting her. Stabs her in the back. Stabs her in the back. Absolutely. But she also does it, and I, I'd like to bring this up with Mister De Palma as well. I don't know whether he tried to get a like product placement deal with Wonder Bra and they just turned him down so he decided <laughs> that no woman in this film will ever wear one. It's the 70s. No one wore a bra in the 70s. Well, clearly. <laughs> why did the mum change into a white negligee with yeah. her nipples sticking through it? Well, again, I mean, there were nipples sticking through everything. Sexual 
SpaceX nipples sticking through it. Mum's nipples sticking. It was yeah, nipples every yeah. bloody way. But the seventies very much was kind of age of the nipple. Age of the nipple. I really think it was. But why if did anybody she change into this white gown? Well, well that was meant to be her nightgown, wasn't it? I just assumed that was her nightgown because, again, she was so prim and proper. She wore that to bed. It was almost like, you I, know, good I, luck getting through this. Crinoline. I don't know. They seem to. No, I don't know. But you're right. She stabs our beautiful yeah. Carrie in the back. Yeah. Carrie falls down the stairs. stairs I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised. There was no banister yeah. at the top. It and was even, an accident waiting to happen. And even though she'd been stabbed in the spine, was able to drag herself across the floor and sit up against the thing. Yeah, I know, but it would depend where you penetrate, I think. <laughs> she made it. You said penetrate. She, she survived. And then mum's not giving up. No. And so Carrie uses her telekinesis to fire yeah. all the knives in the kitchen, yeah. the ki- kitchen implements, and basically... Into her mum and string her up like Jesus. Yeah, between two pins posts. are like, like the crucifixion that we'd seen earlier. Yeah. Um, and then... Quite an, quite an apt yeah. end for that and woman, I think. And then the house decides to fall down. Well, it's, again, it's her telekinesis, isn't it, that's, that's overtaken and is so strong... She's bringing the house down around okay. her. Okay, so she drags her mum into the cupboard. Yeah, and the and house... And then the house catches fire. Yeah, and the whole thing kind of crumbles And the whole thing crumbles down into the floor, into the ground. Yes, I correct. assume that's some reference to being sucked into hell. Oh, nice. I didn't think about it like there that. There you go. But, yeah. And then straight away afterwards, on what appears to be a field of coal mm-hmm. that's laid in a perfect square where the house used to be, mm-hmm. the realtor decides the best way to sell this piece of land is to put a for sale sign up that's in the shape of a cruciform. Yeah, I, I, I think that was probably a bad move. Yeah, I'm just thinking like... Yeah, you, if don't, our, you don't see if many we, signs like that, do you? No, if we were selling our place mm. and the guy put a sign up outside in the shape of a cruciform saying for sale, I'd be like, maybe we could just tweak that. <laughs> the religious just, zealots would be here in their droves to buy it. I mean, yeah, it. who knows? It might sell really well. Um, but yeah, so we get the very... So you may explain the end. End part. So Sue Snell has survived. She's yep. the only one that survived this. Why? Because she was outside the um, cathogenatorium <laughs> when it went up in flames. I know that. I know physically why. But right. why did why was she chosen to be safe? Because she'd been nice to her? Because, well, yeah, she, she didn't do anything, did well, she? Well, no, but neither did the blonde guy. And we made sure he died. And the gym teacher hadn't done anything to Carrie. She made sure she died. Well, because I don't... Carrie... It was just everybody that was in the gym at that point and Carrie's rage overtook her. She wasn't deliberately... Because right. if she'd really conceived of it, she wouldn't have killed Miss Collins, would she? No. And she wouldn't have killed Tommy. No. So it was just the fact that, thankfully, because Miss Collins had thrown Sue out thinking that she was there to cause problems, yeah. she'd been outside, so she hadn't become embroiled in the whole thing. No, I know. I saw the film. Yeah. I just... So what what what's not to understand? Well, normally the person who survives, there's a reason, right? Oh, right, like the last girl. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So what was her reason? I think her reason was to show that. Ah. Ha. Ah. What was her reason for surviving? I don't. I think. I think. You need some level of hope beyond everybody's been killed, and so she was. Probably the only one, script-wise, that could have been sort of saved. She was the best of the bunch, wasn't she, really? Yeah, she was. I mean, and she got singled out earlier. I don't know. Maybe I I just missed it. I think it's slightly different in the sense that in a slasher film, you get the last girl. And she's normally the virtuous one, isn't she? The virgin, yeah. Yeah. But I think with this sort of horror, I think it's a slightly different kind of read. And I think ultimately, 
if you didn't have her there at the end, you couldn't get the final jump scare, and which is a great, great. Oh, frightened the shit out of me! I actually left the sofa because <laughs> I was kind of a bit bored. I was thinking, how long is this going to take to wrap up? Come on, why are we watching her going over to here now to lay flowers? Quite nice of her though to do it. And I did like the fact that actually the hand coming out and grabbing her in her yeah. sleep was like, Carrie's still coming for you. Absolutely. You've not got away with no it. No escape. Yeah, all of you were going to have it. But yeah, it was just a bit... Oh, I, I loved thought, it. Good. I'm glad. You thought? No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, genuinely, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. I really did. I also thought it was quite interesting that that final jump scare of her hand coming out of the ground to grab Sue yeah. um, comes just after her mother has been on the phone to yeah. a friend or a relative yeah. and basically says, yes, you know, she's she's okay, she's doing well, she's sleeping. Um, the doctor said that she'll forget about it in time. She's oh, young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's how that works. Perhaps if you're two and you don't really have any sort of memory, she's not going to forget about that in time. I she's like know. 17. How are you going to forget this traumatic... Would you forget if that happened to you when you were like 17, 18? Well, I wouldn't know, would I? Cause it could have done. You've, we've erased it from exactly. your mind. You don't yeah, unless it. they're planning on... Maybe you like that film because this is a direct replay of your prom. No, but, I can very much guarantee that it wasn't. And I'm going to bring this up as kind of a final thing. Yeah. Proms. What the... Oh, American. Yeah, but even the English do it now. When I was at school, you had a prom, right? Yeah, true, You're not that true. much younger than me. You're three years well, younger than me. young enough. Young enough. Young enough yeah. to be a prom person. Prom didn't even enter into the thoughts. We were the first year. And now kids like get through preschool, they get a prom. They get it for everything. Oh, he's wearing his more board and gown. Why? Because he's four and he went for a poo. Did I you, don't um... understand all this positive reinforcement <laughs> for children. What the hell? Look at my generation. Look how well we've done. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Maybe this best idea. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll back away from that. Yeah, let the, let the kids have their fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just thought the prom, but at least that prom, mm. to be fair to mm. it, a lot of American films now or TV programs, they put the prom on. Mm. It looks like something that, you know, a professional has come in yeah, yeah, yeah. and designed yeah. and built. At least that one looked like the kids had actually done it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Cardboard stars wrapped in silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. It, it looked to me like a bit more realistic than a lot of proms you get, like an actual prom would look. I completely agree with you. But as I've made quite clear... I was completely buying the whole sense of truth and realism in this film. Yeah, no, I, I think it was a and great film. And that's why film, I loved but... it when it when it flips into that full scale. Because you don't get that much horror. You get the disturbing scenes of Carrie and her mum, but you don't sort of get horror until that, that final third of this film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I love about it. I yeah. just I I love the fact that you're sort of swept along with this kind of beginning bit. You know that there's some mad bad oh, yeah, you know weird right. stuff about to happen. Um it's all sort of unnerving. I do like a horror film with some religious bent to it because I just think that there's a lot of interesting ways you can It adds a bit of punch. And I do like a horror film or a thriller film mm. where yeah, it all goes batshit at the end and yeah. everybody dies. Yeah. I do like that. So, yeah, well done. Everybody's dead, Dave. Everyone's dead, Dave. Everybody. Everyone's dead. So, yep. I would like to know yep. what score you are giving Brian De Palma's Carrie from 1976. Okay, cool. 
bearing in mind there was two Oscar nominations for this film. I, I'm not saying, but what were they for? They were for Best Actress, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. And Best Supporting act- Actress for Piper Laurie, Who's aka Piper Laurie? Mrs. White. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was kind of... Uh, noms didn't win. Right. Okay. So I am going to give this... I was going to give it probably half a point less. You were going to, why? I was. If, if I... No, no, you haven't talked me around, but I think maybe I've just been a bit mean. Mm. Anyway, so I'm going to go positive for a change. Wow. I know, I know. Red letter day. And I'm giving it one point. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, Jesus. I'm joking. I Look on your face. my coffee would have gone all over you. Don't worry, it's not warm. Like she so- did with that point. That was another thing when the mum just threw coffee all over her yeah. face. It's like, everyone hates this girl. Why does everyone? Her <laughs> mum hated her. The town hated her. The mum's trying to cleanse they her. They even wrote on the for sale board, she could burn in hell, the bitch. I mean, I suppose she had killed the entire town. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They created their own monster, you know. It's easy enough done. So, actually, my real score. Yes, yes, they created the monster. Exactly, Brian. Yes. Christ, this is what we should have led this episode with. I know. I mean, Society creates the monster. It does. Ultimately, she was just a unfortunate, poorly raised, nervous, broken girl. And if they'd have accepted her and treated her well, as they tried to briefly, she could have been a star and she could have been prom queen and been happy and had a great life. But instead, they chose to ridicule her and she killed everyone. Screw society, man. So, my score. Brian's score. Is. We're ready. 3.5. Okay. 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 I'm I'm quite happy with that. You should be happy with that, because mm. I think it dropped a couple of points, or a point and a half, based on the music, the 70s music I couldn't get on with. There was a couple of times where your man, Tommy, mm-hmm. got out of the car, and um, they put a soft focus on him. I'm assuming it's because of his wonderful blonde hair. But they did. Um, The fact that... There was a lot of soft focus going on in this film. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Grace from... We need to fact check that. I will will put that in the... Please um, do, because it was her. But I need you to check, because for me, she was called Katie at the beginning by the teacher. And then Helen. And at the end, Helen by She was definitely Helen, because I noted when she was called Helen. So, yeah. So that was her. Mm -hmm. And the final thing was, I'm sorry, I'm sure it worked well for the film, and I'm sure you can argue that that's the reason that you're so connected to the girl, but the opening scene was a little bit too much mm. for me, a little bit too nudie. Sissy Spacek... <laughs> what a great word. Well, Sissy Spacek could have been nude, and one or two of the girls could have kind of been mm. a bit nude or had a towel wrapped around them and dropped a bit and you just saw a bit of boob or something, but, like, this was full tilt. Yeah, it was People full, running full around frontal. naked, and it just felt a little bit gratuitous. Uh, we should have got you the cut version. We should have we should have watched the you know no, no, I'm quite happy. the covered the covered version. No no, I'm quite happy to watch it, but I just saying it just felt maybe it was supposed Gratuitous. to unnerve you. Maybe mm. it was supposed to make give you that insight. It's very voyeuristic, wasn't it? Yeah, well maybe it's meant to, right? Mm. So you really feel sorry for her. Mm. You get this real insight of mm. actually mm. what she's going through mm. rather than this kind of made up thing. I don't know. But anyway, three and a half. Over to you. Three and a half VHS tapes. I I'm kind of wavering. Ooh. I know, I know. I, I don't know whether to go higher or not. Do you know what? On the basis of today, on the basis of how I'm feeling, go on the it. basis of what that film did for me at this precise moment in time, I'm going 4.5. Whoa, that's I a am. big high. I was going to go 4, 
But I feel like I need to encourage more spontaneity in my life. And I, I feel like I need to be less judgmental and fixed to things. Another day, it might be four. But today, it's 4.5. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. ultimately... As you know, if I bloody well enjoy a film and it reminds me of enjoying it the first time and I enjoy it even more the second time, it's not perfect, but it's getting a bloody good score. Exactly. So and Carrie, you do the same. Carrie has got eight VHS tapes. That is pretty high scoring. We've not popped bad. the tabs out of those bad boys so no one can record over them. Whoop, whoop. Reasons to dump you. Oh, we're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So unfortunately, uh, Michael Madsen hasn't been returning my calls, so it looks like I'm stuck with you. Well... I don't know, because you I did just say, sorry, I'd... reasons to get rid of you. Hmm. Well, I was hoping after last week he was going to turn up, but apparently well, not. Well, I'll be honest with you, Sinead. I need to be honest with you. He did ring. <gasps> I know, but I put him straight and told him you weren't interested. I said, look, you're old now. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yeah. I want him circa 1987 or something. I wonder what you were going to finish that word with. <laughs> I wanted him circa what? <laughs> circa. Um, okay, listen. Go on. The first reason, yeah, you did. You didn't need to talk about can, so that was a reason to oh, dump you. Oh, you brought it up. I didn't mention it in this uh, one. You mentioned I it. I think if you, when you replay this, you will hear that you were the one at no, the no, top no. of this podcast. Oh, at the top of the podcast. Yes, but in this part of the podcast, yeah. I made no mention to the fact I was going to one of the most exciting film festivals in the world between the seventeenth and twenty third of May. Okay. To enjoy being part of yeah. what is the filmmakers and producers yeah, network, yeah, you've just Cannes solidified that one. So that's the 75th one reason edition, to which is a celebration not only of the Cine Foundation. I'm sorry, I'm going to shut up. It's a solid reason. I don't yourself. feel like I even need any more now. I'm so livid. Motivation, yeah. according to you, none of the characters had any motivation. I didn't which... say they didn't have any. I just said it was weak. Sometimes it was weak. I completely disagree. I don't see how any of the character motivations were weak. They were set up as the teenagers that were incredibly recognisable to us all. Ergo, all their actions made complete sense. Shame. So that's rubbish. I'm going to defend myself. When I was a teenager, I didn't know any girls. Oh, bless his heart. <laughs> I know. Sympathy is not going to reduce oh, okay, the reasons. Worth a try, it? Um, I then... Yes. You've got one more. You've got another one. Yeah, Three. I've got one more, yeah. Jesus. I God. then asked you, what if... Yeah. Sue had never asked Tommy to take Carrie to the dance. Yeah. Because I like to engage in a little bit of what if. You you know that that entertains me. Yeah. Your response, who cares? I'll be who honest. cares? As if this universe is unimportant to you. As if you don't want to have like an, a cool conversation about it. So that's the third reason to dump you. Three. I'll, yeah, okay. I mean, I'll take it because ultimately I, I, this is the problem with the film. Even though I really enjoyed it, I didn't care. I didn't care. I don't care. All the characters are dead. Good, horrible. Do you know what I mean? And I think this is a, this is a bigger problem in life. <laughs> this is a genuine reason to dump you because this is sometimes you get this head on of like, oh, I just don't care. Well, I don't care. I don't care about anything. Hey, and what hey, sort hey. of attitude is that to have? Hey, hey, hey! Now that's enough, young lady. <laughs> you can carry that reason over for me next week if oh, you want. Oh, I will. I will. Character assassination. Rude. Rude. Well, there you go. That was fun, wasn't it? That was reasons to dump you, my friends. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Me too. I enjoyed talking to you. I enjoyed talking to you. I'll probably enjoy talking to you again next week. Yeah, why not? This has been Reasons to Dump You. It has. If you want to rate us five stars, 
rate us five stars. That'd be nice. Yeah, why not? You can also follow us on Instagram at reasons underscore pod. Yep. And if you're like me and you're archaic and you still talk to people face to face, why not say to your friends, hey, guy, I know a cool podcast. Why don't you listen to it? Cool Reasons is up. It's really cool. The guy's really chill, actually. Yeah, I really like Yeah, it. maybe don't say it like that. Yeah, all right. It's not going to really work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Till next time. Till next time. We will see you. Bye. Bye.